and we are back. This is Cynthia with attorney Vince Davis on The Secret. How to fight CPS and win. You want to take another call? Yeah, let's go to uh, Georgette. Georgette in California. Good evening. Did you have a story story to tell? Hello? Yes, Georgette, I'm here. I'm from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay, it's in California. Mm -hmm. Georgette from Pennsylvania. What's your story or question? Well, I have uh, a long story with the CPS. Been involved in my life since 2014. Okay, hold it, Georgette. It can't be a long story because, you know, we're a radio show. Okay. Yeah, I understand. I'm just telling you the year they start on my life. Okay. Back and forth through my children report themselves for uh, physical abuse and verbal abuse start in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time it came and found it because they don't have real evidence marks or any uh, damage to the children. Mm-hmm. On 2016, my youngest child came with a blood and broken skin in her hand and big wine in her cheek. I called the police immediately. He came, he made his report, took a picture and re- reported start line. The next day, right away, the caseworker came, did the same way, interviewed the children, informed her how they get hit with a peaceful pad, slap, slipper, and end with hinge, twisted, broke skin on blood under the skin, and cheek, um, sorry, uh, a scratch in her cheek. She's calling me immediately. She said, you need to go and file uh, emergency PSA physical abuse, as, which I did. Mm-hmm. The judge accepted uh, the PSA, and he uh, the court came, no effect, the custody court order. So I do have a PSA, physical abuse, and I still send my child to visitations overnight with her dad. Mm-hmm. I connect my attorney, and I said, so what's the point? I file PSA, physical abuse, and I still need to send her. How I will protect her? She said, that's a good question, and that's a good point, but you still have to send her, or you're going to be in contempt which I send it. Ten days later, my oldest child, she was nine and a half years old, uh, I asked her to go take a shower immediately. She started crying. She refused to take a shower. When I asked why, she told me that the father, he put her, her hand between her legs. No more further questions. She started screaming, crying, shaking. I hugged her, and it didn't push. I don't want to hurt her. The day right away next day was her therapy. So I took the therapy on private and I told her, this is what happened to me. I couldn't get more extra information if you can't find out what's going on, please. I stayed with my little one and she took the oldest one. She came like 30 minutes later and she told me, hey, listen, this is definitely sexual abuse. I'm a reported childlike. Uh, make yourself aware that uh, somebody will connect you immediately. It was Wednesday. Friday, the visitation's custody. Nobody connects me. I connect the attorney, and he said, well, even sexual abuse report, you still have to send your children. I was crying, hold them, and send them with the hysterical, emotionally breakdown, and I still send them. The kids stay one night. Saturday noon, on-call caseworker called me, uh, knocked the door, and she informed me that she's the on-call caseworker. And she wants to talk with the children, so I explained, you came too late. So she said she was being informed that the children this weekend would be. Uh, 
uh, is it the children in that house? I said, I don't know. I have to wait until afternoon. He don't allow me to talk with them until afternoon by court order. 30 minutes later, she called with the hysterical, very upset, shouting to me to come immediately and pick up the children. I arrived there. The police officer locked the street all over. So I informed them that I'm coming for the children. The lady came, make me sign a safety plane. My children came fearful, shaking, crying. Uh, what's going on? Nobody answered me. The children told me that the lady, she found my children have nothing from the button except shirt. And I kept asking for any document from children in here. They kept telling me, okay, we'll, we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. My attorney said, don't worry, Georgia, don't worry. Blah, 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 like this. Unfortunately, I didn't get any document until 18 months after this case. They asked interview for my child. I did forensic interview. I asked for the result. They said, your attorney has it. I asked my attorney. He said, I don't want to be hurt your feeling, and you don't have to know. I said, I want to see it. He said, don't worry. I take care of everything until all goes and found. And found, and now. Well, I'm telling you now, I have a document from their file after 18 months was been hiding on me. My child testified in front of judge about her sexual abuse with details. He dismissed it. Transcript changed from the court. That time was in simography machine, was a lady typing. I got all the information. The transcript said very detailed. Now, the problem is the caseworker lied, and she said she never came to my house. She never took a picture of my child. She never be aware of her physical abuse. So I said, fine. You wasn't the caseworker as you telling me. So let me see who's the caseworker. And I wanted the pictures on file for my children. She said, there is no picture on the file because our computer was broke. She sent to her, the master social worker sent to the caseworker. That's why it came and found. I don't know if I can tell you what the result of the forensic interview from allowed by no. I'm talking to you. No. But Georgia, no, okay. let me let me interrupt you. Did you have a question that you wanted to ask me? I want to know how I can get justice to my children since they hide every single evidence on this case. I cannot prove. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't understand. Georgia, I didn't understand you. You want to know how you get what to your children? They're hiding justice. evidence. Justice. They're oh, justice. Evidence. For your children. Okay. I do have the evidence. The problem is that each attorney takes the case in all of them super attorney. Right after they see the papers, they say, children in you, they mishandle this case. They neglect your case. Your They not suppose these children to go back ever to their dad. Okay, Georgia, well, hold, hold on a second. Do you, are you using court-appointed attorneys? No. I use a private attorney paying for them. Okay, well, you need to sit down with that private attorney and develop a strategy. You need to come up with a plan that's going to get the justice for your children that they deserve. And and I can't tell you exactly what to do and how to do it because I don't know enough about your case. I haven't reviewed any documents, any evidence, etc. But if you're using a private attorney, make sure that the person is experienced in CPS cases and that can really do something for you, okay? This is the problem. This is the problem, sir. My last attorney, I contacted her and I told her, it's every single court. 
the testimony for us are changed. These children will never have justice. She said, I agree with you, Georgia. There is no justice. I told her, that's why I hired you, to seek justice for my children. So she said, we'll go hire another attorney. Then every I'm just losing money, nothing else. And it's not about the money. It's about my safety of my children. I cannot well, love the Georgia, child. Georgia, you're going to have to find somebody, an attorney that's going to be able to help you. That may take a long time. Listen, Cynthia called maybe 50 lawyers and talked to, you know, many, many attorneys before she found me. And that might might be something that you're going to have to do. Well, this is my problem now. Since I know there is a, a, a high position behind the father who protects him and who's behind children and you protect them, so they can do whatever. I've never been treated nice. Uh, they always treat him special. I did all the evaluation, no comment and no word of the evaluation of the mother. All I concerned about him with their own documents, a lot clear evidence about physical and sexual abuse and police pictures and reports and very clear forensic interview. And it's, it's, it's big issues. And I can't take justice because I know I cannot fight who's behind this case. And I want to take it out of my state. I want the justice to be out of my state because I cannot take it in my state. And all I'm asking you, how I can file out of Pennsylvania state, ask for investigation of this case since each time I'm open investigation, it got to one point, then the agent no response anymore after he turned crazy. And he said, that's ridiculous what I'm reading here. And I'm a filing complaint and we're going to start investigation. Okay, Georgia, but let me answer answer that question for you. You know, I'm not licensed in Pennsylvania. I'm licensed in California. But if you were in California, I don't think of any mechanism that you could use to take the case outside the state. Generally, these types of cases are, you know, the venue, what they call the jurisdictional location, is where the people live. And I if, understand. And if the child lives in Pennsylvania or, you know, was living in California, you couldn't take the case to Nevada. You know, there, there would have to be certain, you know, scenarios that would have to happen uh, to get the case transferred out of state. And I, you, you haven't yeah, told I'm me... You haven't told me anything that would allow that to happen under California law. Now, um, have you talked about this issue with your Pennsylvania attorneys? General attorney, you mean? Pardon me? Did did you mean that general attorney? The attorney general of my state? No, your private attorney that you hired. Absolutely, yes. I had seven attorneys so far. Seven? All of them, they... You've had seven attorneys so far? Yes, seven attorneys. And each one of them, they told me right away that he will never have his children. And the worst part will be under supervision to make sure this is kept safe. This is definitely sexual assault. That definitely physical abuse. Right after they file their appearance in the court and their names show up, everything's changed. They became so rude. Even they talked to me really bad. And I try to do patient no matter what. Uh, I never have a trial with witnesses. They refuse. My last attorney, she said for the judge front of him, I am withdrawing her case because I am not taking this case for trial. So 
So I said, it's my right to have a trial. My children never have a witness, never have a report. Even though the worst part is the last hearing, the judge asked my my kids to speak with them on private on chamber. Mm-hmm. She disclosed her sexual abuse to the judge and the other one, the physical abuse, and I wasn't be aware. The judge came out and he said, listen, mother, uh, the children, they completely refuse to have counseling or unification with the dad, but you still have to force them to go over there or I'm going to put you on contempt. Mm-hmm. Right after when he stepped the court with all the people we have, my daughter passed out. Georgia? She ended in the house, passed Georgia. out. Georgia, I'm sorry. My engineer is going crazy. I have to take a break. You know what, Georgia, I want to thank you for calling and uh, call us in a few weeks. Also, call my office. Maybe I can help you, you know, when I have more time to talk to you. 888-888-6582. We're going to take a break right now. We'll be back. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and Wins.